Hello, I'm Dave Peach, and this is the Crawfordsville Peach Cast, sponsored by Tri County Bank, your community bank since 1892. See them in person or at tricountybank.net. Tri County Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Crawfordsville Peach Cast, we are presented by Tri County Bank, your community bank since 1892, and also Central Indiana Rubber Products. Hello, Todd. Todd's a big fan of the show. Say hi to Todd, Dave. Oh, hello, Todd. Hi, Todd. Good afternoon. Good day. Good evening, Todd. When do you listen to the Peachcast? I'm not really sure, but he's he's um, he's a big fan. Always giving me feedback on what what's going on with the uh, with with the uh, Peachcast. Now, another movie today, but we do want to go back in time. Uh, you know, or we do want to kind of update the the first one that we did, and that was the movie FM, right? The movie FM, which, uh, yeah, I think we did okay on that. We've got a little genre theme, though, involving uh, cinema and music, right? Yes, yes. And um, I know that there are students at Wabash, they play a game every time I say right. Right? Ooh, that is. Yeah, right? uh, Hey, two and two is four, right? A hundred percent, Dave. Three times three is nine, right? A hundred percent, Dave. There you go. Um, uh, But... We were talking about saving AM. Uh, and there's a still, big we, effort. We still want to. There's a big effort to save AM. You know, Ford wanted to, Ford thought about, or Ford is considering taking it out of their vehicles, the AM radio. And apparently, we don't, we don't like that. Apparently, it all, it all, it also, uh, the AM signal um, is interfered with by electric cars. Hmm. I, I could. That's, I, it sounds to me like that whole you got to turn your cell phone off or it's going to interfere with our navigation system thing. Well, here we go. Just read it off the NAB because I, I did not read this before. But the headline is uh, with bipartisan support. Bipartisan support. Ooh. You know it's big if it's got bipartisan support. At FCC blessing, Congress looks to keep AM radio in vehicles. Ah, good job. Good job. Tell me more. Uh, let's see. Government can require safety belts in every vehicle to protect uh, drivers. Then it should also be able to require an AM receiver to ensure Americans can access emergency alerts. That is the idea behind legislation introduced this week that would require car makers to maintain AM broadcast radio in new vehicles at no additional charge. All right. Safety first, Dave. Safety first. For car models that already have dropped the feature until it can be brought back, the proposal of the proposed AM for Every Vehicle Act would mandate a warning label alerting buyers what is missing be slapped on the window at the dealer showroom. Ooh, you don't want that warning label, Dave. The people be walking by those cars. Show me the AM radio cars. Yeah, they don't, they don't have it. Show me my AM radio cars. Wow. This is uh this has gone this has gone uh to Capitol Hill and we will looks like we're gonna keep those AM radios in the in the cars. I think you stirred something up, Dave. Right? Right, we're gonna keep right, we're gonna keep the uh, AM We're gonna keep the AM radios. Uh yeah, no one yelled when the CDs left, right? And that was a good move. But the AM radios, hey, bad move. I'm for it. I'm for it. Let's keep the AM radios uh, in the cars. Uh, of course, there was a lot of uh, waxing nostalgic about AM radio when this came about. Uh, you sent me a nice article uh, talking about a guy you might have listened to, uh, WLS in Chicago, and that would be 
Uncle Lair, Larry Lujak, what a voice, what a talent, what a what a broadcaster. Animal stories, wasn't it? Uncle Lair and Little Tommy. Uh, it sure was. The height of WLS. I think he, when he retired, and he did die um, a few years back. I think he uh, talked about being stuffed and placed in the lobby at WLS when he <laughs> something like that. I, you know, Uncle Lair. Uh, but uh, those were the days, and apparently the AM radio is going to stay right where it is as far as your vehicle with uh, bipartisan okay. good support. Up. Good update, Dave. Positive and update. Now, real quick, before we move on, I was thinking of a title for this segment, and um, I, I, I'm kind of wrestling with um, one, Somewhere Under the Radar as far as movies go, somewhere under the radar, but I like that for expectation setting it, you know, but if you're under the radar, there's an assumption that it's really good. And that for some reason you produce something really good, but you are under the radar. So I don't know if that's going to be quite a fix. May not exactly hold that weight. No, but, uh, but it, it, it isn't a category uh, that we'll we'll try to describe. And I got one more. Under radar love. Ooh, driving all night. Uh, my my eyes are tired at the monitor. Mm. But we've Bad got a, cliches, Dave. Uh, That's what I, this movie's about, though. Yeah, I know. We're gonna go one crazy summer. It was made in 1986. I thought it was made later. It was made 1986. It's right in the. It's not too far from Vision Quest that we did last no. time. It was in the middle of that. You saw uh, a lot of those, uh, yeah, a lot of those things. And familiar faces. That's what I could say out of the gate. This was a uh, romp with familiar faces. We break it down coming up on the Crawfordsville Peachcast. Buzzing. Wow, that's fun to say. Buzzing is Tri-County Bank's smart rewards checking account. With Bazing, you have cell phone protection, ID theft protection, roadside assistance, discounts at area businesses, and more. This is Bria French. Contact me or any of our great employees to begin your entry into Bazing Banking. Terms and conditions may apply. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Crawfordsville Peachcast movie time with our friend Dave and not to be confused with the Dave that I work with here in Crawfordsville uh, he calls himself the other Dave so this is the other other Dave and Dave it's, it's always great to to break down a movie with you we you know this one a little bit uh, well there's a lot going on in this movie one crazy summer a 1986 offering what did you find as far as the research for one crazy summer before we get into the plot well let's let's talk just about the cast because obviously there's a lot of uh, i don't not as many well-known names as well-known faces i'd say but but some interesting you got john cusack kind of first trying out his john cusackness here uh demi moore uh in the early part of her career as the the kind of the the feminine lead um Third billing on this, Dave, was Booger. And I say Booger for all those of you uh, familiar with the Nerds movies. Okay, so a lot of callback, folks. Bill Murray's, uh, Bill and Brian Doyle Miller's younger brother is is the uh, kind of the 
the the the second buddy to uh, our main character. Help John me out the there. The, the the guy that looks like he should be in head of the class with um with um Howard Hessman. Exactly, Dave. That guy's a him. Bill Murray guy. Joel Murray as George Calamari. <laughs> the Ooh. third Murray brother. The third Murray. I have learned and something. It, By I golly. He's, he's in on some of the golf business, maybe gets a cut of some of the Caddyshack money. Oh, I don't know, Dave. Yeah. Um, but my favorite of all the familiar kind of faces, but not I don't still know this guy's name, and I'm gonna just refer to him as Niedermeyer. Okay. And the first thing I want to say is the makeup on Niedermeyer made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's just start there. And he is, he plays the evil father of kind of the evil blonde. An evil blonde kind of heavy, uh, that was a theme. You got that in Karate Kid. You had that in a few movies. I think, uh, I think the bad kid diver in Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield was a blonde. Anyway, so this kid... He's the bad guy. You got Jeremy Piven as his kind of lackey. Um, Rich Hall shows up in one scene. You yeah. got uh, you got uh, uh, who else? Um, Rich Little. Rich Little as the DJ in the <laughs> end, who dives away, and then the rocket show. But uh, I, I would say that it's yeah. There was uh, the director's vision here was to write a movie where he could include. A, someone in a Godzilla suit stomping things. That's my, that's what I thought, Dave. But uh, I, should we talk about the story? I, I guess we could. Um, you know, when I when I think about this movie, as as we get into it, there were, it, it was just there were the, there were so many things thrown in to this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it it was hard to really. Oh yeah, I forgot about them, and they they'd come back in, but. I, I, you know, and you hate to, you hate to compare, uh, and I think we, we over compare things here in the United States of America, but I will try one more. I will do one more comparison before I give it up. Uh, were they trying to make something like Caddyshack? Uh, uh, Caddyshack with, uh, instead of the, 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 the big, uh, caddy tournament, uh, this evolved into, Almost two things. One was the big night fundraiser uh, band plays at the bar slash uh, regatta. So there were like two. So that was where it was a little funky there. Um, but yeah, a lot of I think the the sailing in movies was was more of a thing back then. We were we were into Captain Courageous and the uh, you know that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, the America's Cup. Do they even have the America's Cup anymore? I, 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 I haven't know. seen coverage of it, it forever. It may be more more of a niche thing. And there's the hit the road summer romp, which is kind of a tired over and over thing. You had the the evil motorcycle gang, which used to show up at all the Clint Eastwood uh, monkey movies, right? Yes. Okay. And John Matusak, Dave, did you know he was the first pick in the NFL draft? I did not know that. That uh, the NFL's changed because I don't think uh, I, I think they would have weeded him out with a couple of interviews these days. If if Matuzak uh, rest his soul, I think he made it till his late thirties. Some other folks that were in this um, Bobcat Gold Thwait. How do you say that Gold Thwait? T H W A I T. 
he was at the height of his bobcat energy and and more hair than uh, of course he would would later off and joe flaherty here from sctv eugene levy obviously had another movie going on so they they called joe in <laughs> now one one of my favorite cameos in here is um the guy who played the gas station attendant in this movie named Taylor Negron okay. also is the pizza guy from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, that it was, uh, I, I, I don't, I, let's tell the story okay. of the movie, uh, the, the central plot, if there is a central plot in this movie. One uh, Crazy Summer, 1986. Central plot is hard. I, I can, you know, it's, uh, we started as a cartoon. Graduation. <laughs> and we're introduced to Hoops, who we can tell right away is not, not really a basketball player. Okay. <laughs> John, and John Cusack has one expression. Right. I mean, I, he, and, he has like, he has one expression. Back, back to you, Dave. So, no, well, so he and his buddy, uh, his buddy uh, George hit the road in this uh, bluesmobile type car that has something on the top that I can't really describe. It's a so Christmas they, tree. They okay, it's a Christmas tree because so he wasn't. He was. Yeah, he he would he put stuff off or he doesn't he doesn't attend to detail. So the Christmas tree is on top of the the car. Okay, that's beautiful. So the tree's still there. They're yes. heading off to Nantucket where they're gonna uh, where his grandma has a place, and on the way there they somehow. They, they meet a girl, they perturb a motorcycle gang who is chasing the girl, and then elude them in a manner which creates some resentment. And then there's like a bombing of Nantucket at one point there. I'm not sure. But then we've got Dave, like the next thing I know, Demi Moore's at a funeral, and they hit the, the minister's car. It's her grandfather's funeral. Okay, great. And, and conveniently, so ever, ever, there. and everybody's facing the road during the funeral, which I would think, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I might face the people away from the road in a funeral setting, but you know, you've got oh. you've got people, uh, coffin road, and they're looking uh, to, to the road, and I'm thinking, well, uh, it's good for the movie, but I I don't know if it would be good uh, in in practicality. That that is a good one, Dave. Well, and then it, it, at some point, so. Um, I don't know what what what's that? so after Demi they they basically have this beach scene where like you know that's like the requisite between they had to have a John Cusack Demi Moore beach scene in the Nantucket part of them so that that's quickly with really nothing and the next thing you know Bobcat Goldwaite's in the in the Godzilla outfit and then then we go hijinks and ensue yeah and along the way um. John Cusack is, um, he's actually um, the, the the love interest to the guy with the see you later car, the blonde guy, yes. the preppy guy. She she has a fondness for John Cusack, and, and, and they go out on a date. When he could have been on a date with Demi Moore, who was singing, quote, unquote, we have another female up there on stage. We had Linda Ronstadt, we had Madonna, now we got Demi Moore, who I don't think she was singing in this movie. Your thoughts? I, yeah, definitely, lip syncing was yes. a note I took at this so, point. So he could have been with Demi Moore, but he he this this one lady uh, kind of kind of uh, I guess wormed her way in to taking him to the drive-in, 
And she then, was trying to make her, her 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 kind of Aryan evil boyfriend jealous, I think, in ah, some way. Ah, okay. So, and don't forget the movie Foam 2 about a rabid dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't say, of course, the Niedermeyer character, that is the father of, oh. of, of course... Teddy, the, the blonde. Yes. Oh, so that's, goodness. that's the connection. So I don't and, understand. And don't forget how... about the crazy uncle trying to win the radio contest for a million dollars. You mentioned him a little bit, but uh, he would not go to the, uh, go, go to the shower without the radio. And he ended up falling out a window and, and uh, yeah, it was sad for him. <laughs> I felt for him in the but end. But he made it. I he did. was okay. He was okay. Uh, but, but the, the whole thing, I mean, oh. I think the the, cli- the cliched premise of bad guy pressures his kid, who is also bad, but not as bad as dad, but the pressure makes something bad happen, and then, uh, you know, then the, the, the good kids who are just trying to have fun uh, somehow save the day. Well, at one point, there was a... They said they'd had to raise. They had to raise three thousand dollars to save the farm. Is that correct? They had to raise three thousand dollars, which I think for <laughs> even at that point, Nantucket, I gotta believe that the taxes, you know, back a few years might be a little more than that, Dave. But that's just me. Hardly a king's ransom, three thousand no. dollars, and they were all over the streets with those flyers. So <laughs> they made God it. Knows and they, what the take was at the door. They raised the three K with a Demi Moore concert. We're not making this up. And then immediately they were told that, no, sorry, the, the three thousand dollars is 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 not is not gonna allow you to keep your grandfather's property. And evil right. and they, evil Niedermeyer is gonna get it. They got the bank involved. They had a guy at the bank <laughs> well, the, do this. And, the, too. and somehow he had a like a what do they call that? A whiplash type neck <laughs> neck brace. Right. I don't know yeah. what, what, Unexplained. I, I don't they weren't giving that, that up. There may have been a side little bit that was shot to give him some more story. And uh, you mentioned Bobcat. They told him don't touch the props. And I really thought he I thought they he was gonna, you know, follow that order and not touch those props. I really I really thought he was gonna be uh he was gonna yeah. be trusted, but he was not to be trusted. There, there were a few, and I think this was, there were two or three uh, kind of montage fun music cut to, uh, and I, I believe at least um, Born to be Wild is in here at least twice. Yes, and I Go to Rio was in there too. I Go to Rio. Oh, there were some so Beach good. Boys. And, and let's say, it, it, okay, so. The, 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 the soundtrack was as, was as, uh, I don't know how to how to say that it was as uh, disjointed as as the movie yes. itself. One crazy summer, nineteen eighty six. It it had a yeah. It's it's part of the redeeming characteristics of this movie, I'd say. But it's it's not that great. It's just got some familiarity. Now you were talking about the plot, so I'm going to try to we'll try to get to well, the plot. So really, I don't know what the plot, but there we talked about like the Booker character is third build. And like he doesn't really kind of show up again until late, right? He's kind of we 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 establish him as I'm not sure how centrally is the plot, but he is the son of Joe Flaherty, and Joe Flaherty doesn't think he's tough enough, and so eventually somehow during the regatta race, when the bad guys throw one of the Hungarian team, who again had no backstory, they were just the third of the three team <laughs> regatta race for the. Uh, for the big, the big money in the house, um, 
he saves a guy off of that. And see, again, I don't know how this works, but we, I think because he was third build, we were going to see that, that little storyline resolve. The, but, uh, again, we could, uh, but, uh, there, there's so much, uh, don't forget uh, Demi Moore saving the day after they have a, a tremendous battle at a camping outing. And then they, they're going to fight it out. But then Demi says, Hey, let's play basketball for, Ooh. for the right to whatever they were playing for. And so they, they got Booger up there on like a, I don't know, right. a light pole or something like that. And so he, he created a basketball goal with his, arms. With his arms and who in the, who? In the uh, reach out and touch somebody <laughs> who's not there sort of way. And then there's some sort of, uh, I don't know who wins the basketball battle. I cannot remember. But then uh, Demi Moore decides uh, to spray mace in everybody's face. And I thought, well, why didn't, why didn't we just do that at the beginning of this deal and be done with it? Absolutely. I mean, as far as... And, and Dave, I, 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 don't, I will kind of, if, if, if for just our, our readers, we, the, this movie does begin with a cartoon that resolves yeah. with a mass shooting. Yes, it does. It is very, so, it's very odd. Uh, the, the bunnies are taken out. And, and we only, you know, we can only say that because it actually did. It, it was, it was there. It was, it was very, uh, there was a lot of, uh, uh, I would say ammo in the, in the movie. Um, but I would also, uh, a couple of things also, um, don't forget the guy that was the Bill Murray, Joel Murray. Joel Murray, yes. Dave. At one time, he was buried up to his head in sand, oh, and guys, oh, yes. guys were they were they forgot about him. And a guy, uh, they said, "Hey, I need a little shade," so they put a um, put a lawn chair on the top of him, and then some rather large individual ended up eating quite a bit uh, above him, and it ended up with like a, a I would say about a forty eight ounce uh, can of chili that the guy consumed and. Uh, eventually they had to call in a medical team to, to help out Joel or whatever his character's name was in this movie. They were committed to that gag, Dave. We saw it kind of build <laughs> in an innocent sort of way. Okay. It lasted a long time. I, and, I don't know if I can comfortably be buried in my place where If you're a Seinfeld fan, it was the same size <laughs> container as what's, uh, what Kramer fed the horse uh, when uh, around Central Park. So, we had that happening in real time. Maybe that was the inspiration <laughs> later for Seinfeld to to take that part of the plot point. But we, I wasn't sure if he was going to make it, Dave. <laughs> I didn't either. Nobody wanted to give him CPR. <laughs> it was, but I didn't know was it was the problem the chili that did he eat some chili or did the guy above him <laughs> do something with the chili afterwards I, that caused the difficulty that they had to call the ambulance, which caused him to lose consciousness. And he had and to do this again. Dig him out. Yeah, and the and the same thing happened again. He got his head stuck underneath the lawn chair again later in the movie, and they had to call the medics again. This is uh, yeah, kooky, kooky George Calamari, mm. Dave. Uh, but uh, of course they raised the money, and then it came down to the regatta, as you mentioned, and they won the regatta. And then what I thought was similar to FM, an old guy comes in. And calms the situation, and and I believe that old guy was the uh, guy in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation that had the cigar and blew up the Christmas tree in that movie. He looks very similar to that. That, that William Hickey, Dave, 
uh, unmistakable voice and uh, mannerisms. He was also like uh, in Pritzi's Honor, he, uh, a few movies around this time. And uh, yeah, I don't understand it. Like he's kind of, he's presented as the kind of old man with money that owns the house. Uh, but he doesn't really say or do anything throughout the movie. And then in the end, he's... But they're scared to death of him, man. Oh, oh they are scared, scared to death of him. They are scared. He, he saves the day and then grabs the ear of his grandson and and violently drags him away. Oh, yeah. They, they, there's a lot of ear grabbing in the movie. If, you do, if you're not, you know, like nosebleeds in the um, in the vision quest, this one... Uh, if you if you do not like people being grabbed by the ear, do not watch One Crazy Summer from 1986. Painful, painful. I've never done, but a couple of things. Um, you know, words to live by. Um, uh, you don't want to give in to all the cute fuzzy bunnies in the world. That's very good, Dave. And I uh, there's also. Among the million little subplots that that aren't there for a reason, but kind of are there, we had they're shooting a movie about a giant dolphin with yes. rabies. Yeah, <laughs> foam too. We talked about that. Foam too, Dave. <laughs> foam too. I know, but we just explaining the giant dolphin with rabies. That's why they had all the props in the in the oh. truck. Okay, and here's your here's your other callback from Steely Dan from FM. Hoops McCann is named from a Steely Dan song, Glamour Profession, from the Gaucho album. Oh, my goodness. How about oh, that? Oh, if this were like on ESPN and they were giving people points for discussing <laughs> things, you would be you would go from 40 to 89. I mean, that, that no question about it. You would be the winner on that one. Hoops well, McCann. We got, our, we got our crack research staff involved oh, there. Oh, my Dave. goodness, David. Oh, that was a beautiful one. Um, and then your thoughts on without a plan, there is no attack. Without an attack, there is no victory. Dave, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I, again, the, 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 the director was savage, Steve Holland, and I'm not sure that's his, was his, what we would say here in Indiana, his given name or his Christian name, um, Savage Steve. So the words of Savage Steve and his career, I think, uh, apexed somewhere around this crazy summer. And this is not a word to live by. This is, these are not words to live by. The only way to win, Theodore, is to cheat. Oh, yes. That's at the end. Right uh, before he... Uh, now, what, what would you call the instrument that he's using? It's, it's not a bow and arrow kind of thing. It's more of a... Kind of a crossbow or crossbow. something. Crossbow. Yeah, like yeah a, it looked like a, a medieval, kind of crossbow. Medieval-y uh, type thing. Yeah. And it was like a, they had big, uh, like a, it wasn't just an arrow. It, it actually had a, had a um, kind of a pointy end to it. I mean, like a big triangle on it. Right. That must, yeah. I, and it seemed like a very specific device for what I would not consider a thinking man's movie. And somehow at the end of the movie, don't worry. Aki was uh, at some point thrown out of his house, but at the end uh, he can move back in. And somehow he can keep the bazooka, or does he have to give the bazooka back? I, I didn't understand that the bazooka really was part of his, his problem as far as having to leave the, the house. I, I think it was part of it. I, I, I didn't understand it. Again, there may have been more of this story that was shot that 
is if you want to go back and read the book, maybe <laughs> I don't know if are these names in the book, Dave. Is hoops? I hope there's not Twid. a book. But and oh. uh, hoops finally hit a shot. Uh, he, he missed every shot except right at the end when he had to thread the uh, sailing thread the sailing uh, yeah. rope in some fashion. Yeah. I did look up it. Um, you know, one review of this says not a bad film though marred by unevenness and the director's in eradical penchant for infantile clowning. Well, this guy was trying hard mm. on that one, Dave. Yeah. Uh, where'd they print that? So. Uh, it was Chicago Reader. Which He's nitpicking. Have... He's nitpicking, Dave. He's nitpicking. <laughs> What's that? Shark? Shark sandwich? <laughs> Two oh. words. Uh, when did God create Spinal Tap, and could he indeed have rested on that day as well? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good oh, one. Anyway, and that's kind, of, that's kind of where we are in these movies. We don't want to go to the movies that we could recite every line to. No, no. But and, get, get and back to say, One Crazy Summer. Go ahead. I had not seen, even though I, I, I feel like I should have, and maybe it did cross my path, this was the first time that I watched all of One Crazy Summer. <laughs> So you've seen it before. I it, it feels like I have, but that might be just the quality of what I was watching. Well, <laughs> it was. And, you know, you talked about the animation. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I, I, I got to get, get back to the feeling that they, they just thought by throwing everything in that it was going to work. And this may have been the time. And I, I tell you, I also looked this up from a pure... Did it work standpoint? Cost nine million to make, and they made thirteen. So, mm. as bad as it is, or as uneven, uh, it still made some money. It was one crazy summer in nineteen eighty six. Any final thoughts, Dave? Uh, you know, I would say the best thing you can say about this is that it lives up to its name. And uh, there's a lot of people that seem somewhat familiar, but never were that famous. Stay tuned. After the break, Dave and I will wrap it up here on the Crawfordsville Peachcast. Central Indiana Rubber Products, locally owned for over 40 years. Central Indiana Rubber Products is customer-focused and offers commercial custom hose, gaskets, belts, seals, and O-rings, among a variety of other products and services. Central Indiana Rubber Products is a dedicated supplier of banjo valve products, spill absorbance hoses, gaskets, and belts. Central Indiana Rubber Products, 989 West 83 North in Crawfordsville and at indianarubber.com. Wrapping up the Crawfordsville Peach Cast with Dave, the other Dave. Dave, next up, we're going to go Brando and the Wild One. Ooh, Dave, we can do black and white. We're going to do black and white. Marlon Brando, and uh, we 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 know Marlon Brando. Uh, I think he died when he was eighty. He had to keep working because he had so many so many kids. Uh, and you know, he had a lot of mouths to feed at that point, even at 80 years old. He enjoyed a certain lifestyle, Dave, and uh, he did enjoy uh, sweets, I believe. And he held out for what is it? What was it uh, at that point an astronomical amount? What eight million dollars to be in Superman? Uh, he was, yeah. What uh, Superman's dad had a, just a few scenes there, and uh, looks like yeah, some of them were. 
looked like he was directly reading the prompter. And apparently he, um, you know, he didn't save any money. Uh, yeah, uh, either uh, either he gave a lot away, or uh, yeah, he may maybe bought a lot of Cadillacs for people. But that's that's somebody else. And again, um, and I might even break out my impersonations in oh, in the next that'd, that'd episode. Be good. In a, uh, next we can, episode, yeah, like a young and an old Brando kind of thing. No, no, no. I do uh, I do Tessio. I do other porphyry wash. It's beautiful. It's uh, it's going. It's kind of like Paul Schaefer, but it's like. Oh, it's a perfect place. Uh, good food, good quiet family atmosphere. You know, it's perfect. And they got that old toilet there. You can put the gun up there. You know, anyway, I, we, oh, we can Dave, try that. Oh, Dave, I like, I like your oh, Abe Vigoda as Tessio, folks. And got, if you've checked lately, Abe Vigoda is still dead. He is still, it, yeah, but it's perfect for us. The whole quiet family place is perfect for us. I just love that. Hey, I love tell, that. Tell, say to me. Couldn't you do just tell, an old favor for old time Michael, sake? It's I always liked him. Not part. It wasn't personal. I always liked him. <laughs> I can't do that. It's too sad. <laughs> it's too sad. Oh, uh, Dave. Well, well so many unanswered questions in one crazy summer, and uh, we'll see how crazy it gets with Brando next time when we do a uh, movie on the uh, Crawfordsville Pete's cast. Dave, always fun to talk to you. It's fun, Dave. I went I to announcer mode to there, Dave. Thank you for your time this time. Until next time, this is the old left-hander routing third and heading for home. Good night, everybody. No. Until next time, Dave. Bye-bye. That's the Crawfordsville Pete's cast presented by Tri-County Bank, your hometown, your, uh, yeah, your hometown bank since 1892. And also by Central Indiana Rubber Products. One, two, three. We'll say hello, Todd, and end the show. One, two, three. Hi, Todd. Hello, Todd. It's hello, Todd. Okay. One, two, three. One, we'll try it again. Hello, Todd. Well, on okay. three. On three. I'm getting. One, two, three. Hello, hello Todd. Todd. Woo. Thanks for listening to the Crawfordsville Peach Cast, sponsored by Tri-County Bank, your community bank since 1892. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. I'm Dave Peach. Join us every Thursday for a new episode on Apple or Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and download the Crawfordsville Peachcast. This podcast was produced and edited by Up There Media and is a presentation of Fork Broadcasting Digital. 